the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. And this is the time to fight for this country because nothing is guaranteed. The mayor of Columbus, Ohio. Did you see this piece by any chance? Mayor of Columbus, Ohio. This is from local CBS TV station WBNS. I thought you got WBNS tweets constantly. Mayor Ginther announces Christopher Columbus statue outside City Hall will be removed. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther announced the statue of Christopher Columbus outside of City... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How could the man be the mayor of Columbus? Disgrace. I, I, I think there is an increase in anxiety in Columbus, Ohio. You have it, and you're in Los Angeles. How could people, how could Mayor Ginther even, he should resign. Until you change your name, I can't be the mayor of a genocidal maniac. Columbia University, I can't, they're, they're such hypocrites. Columbus, I think it should be now called the C word. I know that that's been somewhat usurped by another, so it's problematic. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther announced the statue of Christopher Columbus outside of City Hall will be removed as soon as possible. Ginther said the statue on the Broad Street side will be placed in storage. And now a recorded announcement from Mayor Ginther. For many years in our community, whenever I hear community, I I get a... uh... See, the people who speak about community have no community. See, I have a community. People who go to synagogue and church have a community. Who else has a community? I I find all other, uh, like the gay community. What does that mean? The the gay on the on the board or uh, gay on the board of uh, uh, PragerU is is he a member of the gay community? Not that I know of. All the gay conservatives who call in, are they members of the gay community? The black community? Is there a white community? Is there is there a Hispanic community? They, they talk about this. I love, or, or I love when college uh, presidents go, the Dartmouth family. That's another one, right? The Dartmouth family. I went to Columbia. I never felt part. But they didn't use the term then. The Columbia family is kicking you out. 
For many people in our community, the statue represents patriarchy, oppression, and divisiveness. So what you say to those people is, he does not represent those things. He represents European settlement, which had with it some very terrible aspects, but which resulted in a force for good in the world. We do not honor... Now, this is the key. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? This truly is the key. The statues of Columbus do not honor his killing of native peoples. It honors the Western founding of society in the West. If he had never killed a single Native American or Native Caribbean, we would still honor him. It's very important. If you have a statue of Al Capone, you're honoring someone for being a criminal. The question to always be asked is, what are we honoring them for? That's why the analogies to, well, how would you react if there was a statue to Hitler? The only thing he would be honored for is genocide. That's, that's what he made his name. That he lived to murder Jews. That He murdered massive numbers of others, but that was his primary concern. So there's no analogy. When I see a statue of Wagner in Germany, the, the great opera composer, I don't think he's being honored because he was anti-Semitic. He's being honored because he wrote great music. You understand? That's what you ask. Why is the person being honored with a statue? If there's no good reason, okay, then a case can be made for removing the statue. He represents patriarchy. What human being, what male, prior to the 1970s, does not represent patriarchy? Well, and by the way, they would say that's right and they should all be taken down. I don't know who is left, actually. Oppression and divisiveness. That does not represent our great city. Mayor Ginther, thanks to you, is a less great city. You're a pandering, shallow person for this decision. Do you think that the life of any resident of Columbus will be in any way improved because the statue of Columbus is removed from City Hall? question is is self-answered this does not represent our great city and we will no longer live in the shadow of our ugly past this this is really something anyway uh, you all deserve it because you elect democrats Uh, this is what has happens in my city I, i fully acknowledge it by almost by definition you are electing a fool who is destructive of our society our ugly past. So, really, there's nothing about Columbus 
the so w- question should Europeans never have come to North America? I'd like to ask Mayor Ginther that question. Is that an ugly past, the fact that Europeans came to North America? Would it be a better world if they had never come to North America? He, he Look, I asked this to uh, Howard Zinn, right? Would the world have been better if America had uh, never been created? What did he say? He's agnostic on the issue or something? Now is the right time to replace this statue with artwork that demonstrates our enduring fight to end racism and celebrate the themes of diversity and inclusion. Oh, my God. Do they have these lines memorized? It's boilerplate. Statement from the Columbus City Council. Columbus, those of you Columbus have a large listenership there. What's uh, what's what's the mood of uh, the people? Understand what's happening? There is no past any longer. You know what's done to kids? Boy, when I was a kid, Columbus Day was an actual holiday. By the way, when when well, but it was I mean, actual in that the community celebrated it. Nobody celebrated his killing of indigenous peoples. Get it? Columbus City Council is focused on eradicating systemic racism. Wow. I have to say, I always had a good feeling about Columbus. I've been there many, many times. And uh, this le- lowers my uh, view of the, of the city. It's focused on eradicating systemic racism. Why don't they just say SR? Right? It's like a, a disease has initials. Police misconduct and social injustice through every means possible. While that is our daily focus, we also hear the raised voices in the streets regarding this monument to Christopher Columbus. Removal and replacement of the statue will not feed families or end racism. We will be back in a moment. 1-8 Prager 776. The destruction of a society's past. The latest thing the left is destroying. The Dennis Prager Show. A reminder about uh, Pure Talk. I was very skeptical when I heard that you could get for $20 a month full service, unlimited text, unlimited talk, two gigabytes of uh, data for $20 a month. I was. So I got a phone. And I subscribe to the service, Pure Talk. It's terrific. My view on money is spend it on what you really want to spend your money on and spend as little as possible on the necessities that you know you just have to spend on. So I really believe you should give this uh, uh, a try. You could keep your phone and keep your number too. So there's nothing except... $20 a month, and you get 50% off your first month if you dial pound 250, say the keyword Dennis Prager. Pound 250, say Dennis Prager. It's a very easy name. Pure Talk USA. 
Simply Smarter Wireless. Talking to you about this, uh, the Columbus statue in in uh, in in a city named after Christopher Columbus. I, I don't know how they're not going to change their name. If they're at all consistent. It's a much bigger celebration of Columbus if your city is named after him than if there's a statue there. People don't notice statues as a general rule. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sam, hello. So, what, hi, how are you? Okay. Question. So just to clarify, you're saying that when assessing Christopher Columbus, we shouldn't assess him as a totality, but as a result of the things that he did when he first came to this country and, you know, helped in the genocide of Native people, right? We shouldn't look at that. We should look at, because he did that, you know, we are where we are as a country. Is that correct? No, I think you're making it much more complex than I'm saying. I'm saying when we put up a statue of somebody, the question to be asked is what are we honoring the person for? If he were honored for genocide, I would remove the statue. If he were honored for European opening up of America, then the statue should stay. Peter Stuyvesant, I give this example as a Jew, was an anti-Semite. Everybody knows that. I don't want his statue removed from Manhattan, where he was the first governor or, or mayor or whatever they called them in the 17th century. If could, it, if it, if, forgive me for one second, it, Sam. I, sure. I, I know I'm giving you a long answer. If, uh, if we were to assess the moral lives of every single person whose statue was up, there would be no statues. And that, by the way, is what the left wants. Washington, who didn't commit genocide, Washington is to be removed. Jefferson is to be removed. Okay. Could... Could you also, under that rationale, be okay with Volkswagen having statues of Hitler and changing maybe their emblem to the swastika? Because maybe they're not celebrating the genocide of the Jewish people, but maybe they're celebrating that under the control of Hitler is how Volkswagen was founded. Right. Would you be okay with that? No, Would you of be course okay not. With that? No, of course not. Well, I, well because well, then, he doesn't how represent. How do you make he, that? Okay, I, I do. do you know? I use common sense. Nobody in the well, nobody true. in the world, neither Sam nor Dennis, believes that a statue of Hitler is anything other than the celebration of anti-Semitism of Jew hatred. That's what he represented. Right, it, Columbus did not represent it, Native American hatred. He represented European discovery of America. Good right, came out of the bad. I'm sorry. He ended up killing. He ended up killing natives. Right. right? In the process of correct. In the process of expanding uh, European settlements to this right land, he ended up killing natives. Right. In the process of Hitler expanding German. No. Uh, okay. The but the expansion. He ended up killing. Yep. Right. Okay, let me just ask, so I will ask you a question. Do you see a moral... With your rationale. Do you see a moral difference between Hitler and Columbus? If you ask a native person, probably no. No, 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 I'm asking you, Sam. 
I don't have to be native to to understand. Will you please the, answer the, me? The, do you? I don't. No. Do you? No, I don't see a difference. Okay. Okay. Then I have to leave it at that. We. This is where we we have clarity over agreement. Okay. So now, ladies and gentlemen, you know where the moral compass uh, has uh, been broken. He's a good man, Sam. Clearly a good guy. Undoubtedly went to college. When a good guy in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 2020 does not see the difference between Hitler and Columbus, uh, there is little hope for the Western world. I never exaggerate, ever. Well, okay. That was an important call. Uh, Aaron in Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Aaron. Hitler, Ohio. Hello, Dennis. How are you? Well, I'm reeling a bit from the last call, but I'm fine. Well, if you asked me that question, I would say there would be definitely a a moral difference between Hitler and Columbus. Um, So I think that's obvious to most, most people. Right. Well, I th- and you live in Columbus, so what's... Uh... I did, I, or I do. I, I, I'm born and raised in Columbus. Um, I am on the police department at uh, Columbus, and I wanted to uh, get back to the community that I grew up in, which is why I became an officer here. What's the community that you grew up in? Um, it, it's, in my opinion, it's diverse. I grew up on the uh, west side of Columbus, which is a very diverse community, mm-hmm. um, which which I've always enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I know that the mayor is wanting to take down this uh, this statue, and and I think you asked the question earlier: is uh, are we going to change the, the the name of the city as well? I, I mean, I don't know where that ends. Well, I if they if this mayor Ginther has any moral courage he will advocate it it's cel- believe Correct. me this columbus is celebrated a lot more by columbus ohio than by the statue absolutely i agree well thank you and god bless you for your work sometimes <laughs> i hear something and i and i think wow So Columbus Day might as well be Eichmann Day or Himmler Day. How about Auschwitz Day? Difference between Columbus and Auschwitz? The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody, you're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. We uh, are giving the young people of America no past. This is the first time, certainly in American history, to a certain extent, the first time in world history. The, uh, the the truism that I engage in, everything the left touches, it destroys. The, add, the, add the past. Who could, uh, I, I would like to know who, who a statue can be made to. Who who did big things? I mean, they're tearing down Churchill statues because he made racist comments. 
So with people who did monumental things, you don't ask what is the result of what they did. Would it have been better if Columbus never came to America? Hmm. There were tribes. I, I read a very critical uh, biography of Columbus, so I'm, I'm aware of some of the uh, awful things that he did uh, in the Caribbean, specifically. And uh, it's not like it was a... He came to this sort of paradisical world of, uh, of poetry-writing, peace-loving peoples. Native Americans differed, just like everybody else. Some were nice, some were disgusting. There were tribes that, uh, at the time that ritually ate people. I mean, they, they conquered people and they ate them. They, it was, uh, they sided with Columbus in, in fighting them. Native, the natives in that area were thrilled that somebody came because they were so scared of these monsters. It's a it's a mixed bag. And what about the and the Incas? The the amount of human sacrifice actually helped arrest the population increase. I don't romanticize these people, and I don't demonize these people. But the, the the notion that it was the West was all bad, and the the Europeans were all bad, even the Europeans were a mixed bag. The English were much better than the Spanish. <laughs> We were heirs. We were English, in fact. Okay. Mark in Sarasota, Florida. Hello. Yes, sir. Can you hear me well? I do. All right. Awesome. Great show. Just wanted to say I'm an American Indian, uh, Seneca, which is western New York, and I thought Sam was a fool and he doesn't speak for me at all. Uh, someone would have conquered the Americas, and at that time in history, would have been the French. We'd look like Canada now. Would have been Spain. We'd look like Mexico or Central America now. Uh, there's some other examples that could have been. We were lucky that the people founded this country that founded it, because every one of us, you, me, everybody, we won the lottery when we were born here. Are you... Uh, if If... I'll finish the sentence. Are you typical of the thinking of people with your heritage? In in the part of country Western New York where I was from, yes. What I can't speak to. What percentage Arizona. of your heritage is Seneca? Uh, Fifty. Huh. Fascinating. Well, I'll try to arrange for a cigar between you and Sam. <laughs> Great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you, I, I'm going to read fully. I've only read excerpts. I'm going to read my next book. I, I don't think it's an audible, but I'll, I'll have to read it uh, with my eyeballs. Is Out of America by Keith Richburg. I, 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 
I, I, let's try to have him on the show. I had him on many years ago. The, the call from this half Seneca reminds me of that book, Out of America. Keith Richburg is black, journalist for the Washington Post for decades, stationed in Africa and wrote a book about how grateful he is as a black man that he was born in America, not Africa. And he realizes the horror that made it possible. But he also realized how lucky he is because he saw what he would have been in. And I love Africa. been to 20 African countries. But he's just lucky. That's why many Africans want to move to America. Two million have in the last 50 years. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. You know how many Europeans Europeans killed? I'd just like to uh, note that in the 15th century, people slaughtered people routinely. That's that's the way it is. We we're not even yet at the at, at the Protestant Reformation. That's another 30 years after Columbus gets to America, and. So we don't even have the Catholic-Protestant slaughtering, just regular slaughtering. Do you know any place on earth where there wasn't slaughtering? Tribes didn't slaughter other tribes? So as I said, there's nobody from the past that could be uh, honored in any way. No statues could be put up. A Columbus statue, Mayor Ginther of Columbus, Ohio, and if you don't change the, your name, the name of your city, you're a phony. The, uh, we honor the fact that Europeans, with all their flaws, came here and made America possible. That is what Columbus Day is about. It is not, it never was about slaughtering Native Americans. If Native Americans had come to Europe and had the power, uh, the armed power of Europeans, I suspect there would have been something similar. That's the way people were in those days. This is another ode to college makes you stupid. I mean that before the Lord in whom I believe, I swear I believe that. Okay, my friends, uh, Jay in Sandpoint, Idaho. Hello, Jay. Hi, Mr. Prager. It's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Well, sir, I'm a police officer, and I was wondering if I could speak about uh, some of the things that are going on right now and how uh, Americans are simply judging off emotion when we have an objective standard to judge police use of force. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. So, in Graham v. Connor, the U.S. Supreme Court decision, uh, they decided there were three factors that go into every police use of force to determine whether or not it was a reasonable or use of force. The first one is the severity of the crime at issue. This makes sense, right? Obviously, the government has a greater interest in seizing murderers than people who violate stop signs, right? 
right? Certainly. So um, with the killing of Richard Brooks, he was already committing a serious felony by driving drunk and then committed several other felonies in robbing the police officers of their weapons and assaulting them. So definitely that first point of severity of the crime at issue is as high as it probably could be in that instance. So the next two parts deal with uh, active threat to the officers or the public. And under Georgia law, obviously, Richard Brooks possessed a deadly weapon. Tasers, a lot of times the media will refer to them as non-lethal, but in police training we're taught they are less lethal. They're not non-lethal. They can certainly kill a person, especially if they're shot in the face or within a certain distance. So Richard was certainly a threat to the public, an active threat by running away. And then uh, the last prong is the attempts to resist arrest. Obviously, at that point, is met when he is fighting them and throwing them around like rag dolls. What I'm frustrated most by is, especially as a police officer myself, Americans have no ability to think rationally anymore. They went to college. You speaking about college. Yes. I think that's where they learned that. Yes, they, that is correct. They, I mean, the, the charge of murder uh, is only going to cause trouble. The, the this DA is a dishonest human being, and a lot of DAs are. It's a, it's a tragedy. I want to ask you a question. What is the morale? I assume you have a lot of community support in uh, in suburban Idaho. Yes, sir. So the morale of your uh, police uh, department, I assume, is normal. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we definitely still have people who hate us, but... We are very fortunate to work in a community that supports its law enforcement by and large. Right. Well, I want you to know that uh, I represent very, very many Americans who support you. I will now say something that uh, is so obvious that it reminds me of something I used to say on the radio, and and I I haven't said it in years. I mean, really long ago, I would on occasion just say into the microphone, I get paid very well to say the obvious. There are bad policemen. There are bad doctors. There are bad lawyers. There are bad truck drivers. There are bad teachers. Are the majority of... I, the question to be asked of leftists, on the rare occasion they will engage you without defaming you, do you believe that the majority of police officers are bad men or women? That's That's the issue. The issue is not... Do bad cops exist? It's are they the norm? Do you know how many despicable people there are in the sciences? You probably don't, but gradually you will. Twelve hundred. Do you know that two epidemiologists supported the twelve hundred in the Atlantic just yesterday or the day before? A Harvard one and somewhere else. Yes, there is a difference health-wise between demonstrating uh, uh, for 
the end of the lockdown and demonstrating against racism. We say that as scientists. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The beating of our heart is the only oh, sound. Okay. The Atlantic has an article. Public health experts are not hypocrites. Health is about more than simply remaining free of coronavirus infection. The left has poisoned science as much as it has poisoned gender studies, women's studies, black studies, Jewish studies, uh, sociology, English, you, you name it. It, it, is, it is the idol worship of our day. Julia Marcus, epidemiologist, professor of, at Harvard Medical School. Greg Gonzalves, epidemiologist, professor at the Yale School of Public Health. Right? So, it's healthy. They're telling you as scientists, get it? It's healthy to demonstrate against racism, but it's unhealthy to demonstrate against the lockdown. That is as pure politics and politicization of science as you can get this will be increasingly so just so you will know there are two Americas and it's not black America and white America it's left America and non-left America if I could have a dream come true if I could, you know, get an Aladdin's lamp wish. It would be that for one month, the only thing Americans could watch, read, hear is conservative. And for one month, the only thing Americans could watch, see, and hear is left. All right? It would all, the, the left part would be old news to everybody else. We know everything they say. They know nothing about what we say. That's why they defriend you if you send them an article by Dennis Prager or some other conservative. They don't respond. They defriend. Amazing. I wish I could have taken all your calls. Jim, George, Roger, Charles, Joe, Eric, Sharon, and Marsha. Marsha's 89. God bless you. Keep calling. Happiness Hour coming up.